Alternative Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again. We are back for sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, of course, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Dude, that, that's that's a loaded question. Yeah, it, it is. really is anymore. Um, I'm doing. Yep. Um, better than what I was. Um, things have been kind of crazy lately. I've been diagnosed with GERD. Yep. So I am trying to find foods that work for me, and this summer has been quite hell. Yeah. It hasn't been very good for me, and I think along with, you know, having episodes and then having to find food that works and then dealing with the heat on top of it all, it's like, dude, it's it's been nuts, but, uh, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better, found some supplements that are helping a little bit, so... It's good to be back. Uh, we also, you know, I had my kids for the summer, so I was trying to spend most of the time with them. Yeah. You know, focus my time towards them and and just kind of be the best dad you can be whenever they're around, you know what I mean? Right. And then, of course, I took off for two weeks. Yeah. Went, went on vacation, bro. Went on a vacation, big old road trip, cross country, two times. Yeah, right? how'd that go for you? That was, that was an intense, honestly, because the... <laughs> Well, it was just, other than the, I'm not going to get into the conspiracy theory that I have about the uh, Google Maps, but um, the traffic was kind of crazy, but it was cool, though, just because I really got to enjoy seeing a lot of things that I didn't think I'd get to experience, and it was kind of cool to do that. Because when I drove out here in, in 16, I was, like, trying to get here because I didn't. You know, I was very limited on my money because I didn't have a whole lot, so I was just trying to get here as fast as I could by not and not spend as much as possible. Yeah. And then I got here and I went, and then I had more money than I thought when I got out here, and I was like, could have done a little bit more and taken a little bit more time, but <laughs> so doing it back that way, um, went back the same route I came, and then I came back down through the southwest, so that was kind of cool getting to see more of the country. Heck yeah, man. Looks like you've been all around. That's pretty sweet. Yep. I still got a few states to knock off my list, but overall, not bad. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. I mean, you, you took some pretty cool pictures, man. Yeah, sorry. Saw the saw the Mississippi. Uh, saw the Arch. Got to, of course, see Crater Lake again. I uh, love Crater Lake. Well, went oh, out yeah. to Ran out to the um, Oregon coast, got out to Florence. Um, I wanted to do more coastal time but i was limited on time because i learned really quickly that it would have been better to fly and rent a car out there in oregon than to drive and <laughs> have all the time i needed to go see everybody i need to see because everybody in my all my family's kind of spread kind out pretty far out, yeah. far in oregon so it's like oh my goodness it's trying to go see everybody but it was good to see everybody too and then of course i got to see um uh the desert the desert was cool because i just it was something different um uh, and yes, Texas, I'm going to give you this. You are freaking huge. I could not believe it. they're like, skies are big and bright over Texas. I'm like, sure they are. Getting into Texas, uh, they're not wrong. This does feel bigger. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. Well, I mean, and I, I, I was looking at like um, all, you know, the little cities that I was going to be driving by. And I like, I went through, went past Sealy. And if you don't know Sealy, Eric Dickerson, the Rams NFL running back legend, was from Sealy, Texas, and, you know, he, the way he talks about it and the kind of feel of it from um, his interviews, it seems like a small town. That had three I- exits, and it was pretty big. It was like Medford or Lake City big, and I'm mm. like, this is a little town in Texas? <laughs> and then I got into San Antonio, and I was like, okay, yeah, I see why that's a little town in Texas, because San Antonio was huge. Houston was huge. My God, I drove by the, and then I drove by the, um, the port to go out to the uh, um, space center in Houston, and when I drove by the port, I saw a big old frigger out there, right by the freaking interstate, and I was just like, "Holy crap, those are big!" I didn't realize you see them on TV, and you're yeah. like, "Yeah, that's 
not that big looking. Yeah. And then you get by one while you're driving yeah. next Whoa. to it, you're like, that's a huge cargo ship. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> that thing is big. And if it wasn't for the fact that I was driving around a bend on the interstate, I would have tried to take a picture of how big that freighter was. But <laughs> I was like, I don't know where I'm going right now, and I don't want to touch it. So I'm like, leave my phone alone. And we're not as young as we once were, are we? Yeah. No. Refluxes aren't, or refluxes aren't that good. Yeah, I know. I, I missed the duck truck going, going down to California. I was like, ah, oh, man, I want to get a picture of the duck truck so I can show the kids. Of course, I got your son a duck truck anyways for that yeah. in Eugene, so... He was excited. He's like, I got a duck truck. This is cool. Yeah, he thought it was amazing. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so I got to do that. Got down to California. Went through Arizona. Um, Arizona felt like it took me forever to get through. But it's just because of the desert. I think it's just like, my God, things just felt like it kept going and going and going. Until I got to New Mexico and then Texas and uh, Louisiana. Uh, where else did I go through? Uh, Mississippi. Mississippi seemed like did it was Did you stop quick. in Louisiana at all? No, I kept going. Oh, dude. I don't trust nobody well, in Louisiana. I'm telling you, man. If you stopped in Louisiana, me and my grandma did that on the way to Oregon one time when I was a kid. Yeah. And we're at this freaking rest stop, and she's letting the dog out to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And some dude walks up to me and goes, that's my dog out there. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Huh? There's no dough out there. I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah. It, I mean, it kind of reminds you of uh, Joe Dirt. Yeah, right. You like to see home on a Okay. <laughs> All right. No, no, home away, Megan. <laughs> you do like to see home on a second. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mississippi, and then went through Mississippi. Didn't know Mississippi had a space center or I would have stopped there. That's cool. Found too. that out too late. I was like, oh, wait, you have a space center? Crap. Dang it. <laughs> I didn't know you had one that would have stopped. And taking more pictures. So I got some pictures at the Space Center. And then, of course, got uh, got us Bucky's in Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> and then drove across um, the Gulf, pretty much. That was crazy. Driving a little bit in through the Gulf. That was weird. Kind of cool. Kind of creepy. Really? Yeah, because it's like road, Gulf. There's no, there's no in between. There's not like, yeah. you're not like... You know, when you're driving the California and the Oregon Coast Highway, there's mm-hmm. beach, then ocean, then highway. <laughs> there's not car, and then there's the bay. There's the Gulf of Mexico right you're there. You're just like looking at it. You're just like, hey. and then you look on the other side. There's the rest of the Gulf that's going towards the inland. And you're like, ah. Get me over. Kind of in this little squeeze little spot. Like, get me where I need yeah, to be. Yeah, if freaking t- only two lane- lanes wide and you're just hoping to God you make it through before a hurricane go- just pops up out of nowhere. Yeah. Luckily, there was no hurricanes on that trip. I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if I can make it. And then, of course, I got in late on that. But anyway, it was a good trip. So I'm glad you had fun, dude. Absolutely, man. So if you guys follow us, you can see it on my Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. It's not that hard. If you know me, you know me. Oh, yeah. If you don't, sucks you to be know, you. whatever. Sucks to be you, because I'm pretty cool, and he's pretty cool. So there you go. All right, man. So we got some wrestling talk to do, Let's though. Let's do it, man. It's It's been forever. I'm ready for this. Right. So we're going to recap SummerSlam. Can't it's believe, hard to believe. I was about to say it's been a year since we were just at SummerSlam. We were at SummerSlam in man. Nashville. This time they were in Detroit Rock City, baby. First match of the night featured Logan Paul taking on Ricochet. Man, this match it was good. High flying, a lot of action. Um, you know, as the quote unquote heel, Logan, you know, slowed down the pace a few times to kind of keep the match going a little bit, but. Overall, it was a pretty fun match. Uh, I'm sure no one was happy that... Well, I'm sure there's some fans that were happy, but not a, the majority fans were happy that Logan pulled out the victory. Uh, victory? <laughs> victory. The victory, yeah. Man. In the end, and beat a, um, beat Ricochet. What do you thought? Uh, it was a good match. It was high-flying. Uh, a lot of moments there, you were like, oh, man, he's pretty pretty athletic. The little kip-up he did. And mm-hmm. I was just like, dude, like... He really does hone in on his craft. Yeah. I'm I'm actually starting to, to think that Logan Paul is a little more athletic and more able to do this than what I thought last year at Summers. Yeah. 
Because last year at SummerSlam, it was him and The Miz versus... No, it was just him and The Miz. It was, was the, it? It was the fallout from It was him versus The Miz. Yeah, it was the fallout. We so, didn't yeah. even watch the match. We didn't watch the match. We... We didn't care. We, we didn't were, like. We didn't like we either one of them. To, I think we both had to go to the bathroom. And then we missed missed what happened. Yeah, we missed AJ Styles coming out. That, that yeah. kind of sucked, but yeah, it was. I mean, he's kind of giving me this like, okay, okay, you're you're finally starting to to show me what you're made of. And yeah, I guess I kind of respect it. I still don't care for him, but. I mean, honestly, I mean, he does good on his podcast. I, I enjoy going on there and seeing all the the interviews he does with the wrestlers and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I mean, he makes it work. So, hey, more power to him, right? Absolutely. Uh, he's really getting to that point where he's looking like, um, you know, if he wanted to actually really craft a career path with the WWE he could do it yeah if he actually put in the time and all that his hands are in so many things I'm not I'm not trying to give him a hard time about that because it's not like he's not it's not like he's coming off the couch and wrestling every once in a while he's actually busy with a you know with a with a lot of things I was just saying though if he wanted to actually tone in and concentrate on a WWE career if he really wanted to he could probably make a good, good career out of it and have a good time with it, and uh, just like and that's how I felt about Bad Bunny, because Bad Bunny keeps showing up and showing out really great, and you're just like, dude, I know you're into being this great international rap star, you know, Bad Bunny, but if you really wanted to, right, like, you could. Like it's so crazy because like we we're so used to them bringing in celebrities from back in the day where. They just throw them in there and be like, here you go. Right. Take a bump. Yeah. And now now you get these celebrities that go in there and they actually do something. You're like, what? Yeah, I know. It's like, how are they doing this crap, dude? Absolutely. It, it's cool, though. I mean, um, I w- I'd still like to see Conor McGregor come over. But I don't know if we'll ever see that happen. So. Right. I don't. I really don't believe he's going to. Um Cause uh, it's just not really who's gonna, who's he gonna take on, honestly. And honestly, he's kind of one of them guys where it's like, if it's not something he's into, he's not gonna do it. Yeah. It, and I, I, he's already talked trash about WWE so much. That right. It's just like, but that that's one thing that would be cool about it because he's talked so much trash. It's like come come to the WWE, let's see what's up. Yeah. I mean, I could see maybe like. Him and AJ getting into it. Yeah. Because I was just trying to go for somebody who's his size who can help him through a match. Oh, yeah. You know, relatively. Or him and even um, Rey Mysterio. Because Rey Mysterio's at that point where he can't really do all the crazy shit he could, used to do. Yeah. So it's not like he'd have to worry about trying to keep up with Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Or him versus Cody Rose might be good. I mean... Yeah, I can see that. But I, I'd also kind of think that Cody in a wrestling match should kind of dominate the match and I don't know if they would yeah really do that yeah they wouldn't do that so yeah and I don't think even I don't even think Connor would want to be dominated in a match no that's why I was trying to go with someone too much of an ego for that that's why I was trying to go with someone who was more his size yeah and could carry him versus Chad Gable might be cool I mean I mean, that's what you let's want. be honest, dude. Chad Gable, they don't give the dude enough credit. He is really good in the ring. Yeah. And, and you know, it's just one of the things. I always thought he was going to be like the next Kurt Angle. Yeah. But they didn't really push him that way. So it is what it is. I still like what he does with Otis. And I like how they brought Otis back to being more Otis now. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, anyways, let's let's get on with this. Yes, sir. All right, so next up in the uh, match card, we had Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, the finale. Finally, this thing was just a stupid storyline to begin with. Not even sure why we had to do it, but... Well, I, I know why we had to do it, but it's just... 
It's redundant. I don't care for the reason. I know. (laughs) But after being tortured throughout most of the match, Cody Rhodes finally would prevail and end up taking down Brock Lesnar with three crossroads for good measure. And then after the match was the surprise of the night for some people when Brock Lesnar extended his hand for a handshake with Cody Rhodes. For some people, this is like, okay, he's passing the torch. This is really cool. Like, I don't know why there's so many Brock Lesnar fans out there. Please, if there's anybody listening to this podcast, reach out to me or reach out to Big Man. We want to know what it is if you find so alluring about this guy because I can't see it. I even seen him live. I seen him in person. And I didn't see anything but a big, dumb redneck. Right. The uh, the handshake bothers me because I get they're pushing Cody, but he went to war with Roman for what almost three straight years. We had him and Roman, and he didn't do that with Roman yeah. when he finally got dethroned by Roman. Yeah, that seemed a little disrespectful to me. It's like you went to hell and back with Roman for three years. You couldn't do that. But because we're pushing Cody and you only did three stupid matches with him, that earns your respect. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, it makes sense in the sense that they are pushing Cody, like you said. Right. Well, that. And I guess, but, yeah. they want to make Cody the next guy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, let's be honest, though. I mean... It was it was an okay moment, whatever, but it did not send chills down my spine. It wasn't something that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to remember that forever. All I was thinking was, is he pulling him in to do an F5 one last time on Right. Because I really didn't think that they were going to shake and hug and all that. But, I mean, I'm glad Cody won. Um, now maybe, maybe Cody moves on and... We get more of something different. I, I don't know what they're going to do with him at this point because of the crap going on with the bloodline. Yeah. You really can't stick your nose into that right now. Yeah. Um, And with Seth Rollins, Cody has already said he doesn't want to wrestle Seth again. Right. So, I mean, where do, you, where do you put Cody right now? I mean... Who knows? What do you do? But I did like the little smart Alec D comment he had on Monday Night Raw. Did you hear that one? What? When he was talking about the handshake and Brock Lesnar and giving him that respect. That's what? He said, it's almost as though Brock Lesnar acknowledged me. <laughs> That's a good one. That was That's a, good, a good one right That's there. a good little throwaway line right there. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I didn't catch Raw. I uh, just kind of been relaxing this week. Yeah. Catching up on some sleep. So. Yeah, I won't do anything else for spoiling Raw, but that was... That was a good one right yeah, there. Yeah. I was like, that's a good little line right there. I like that. Definitely is. All right, so that's next. one thing you got to give it to him is he is really good on the mic. That's the only thing He's I gotten a lot better. That's the only thing I don't like about how well he was on the mic in AEW. And then they didn't push him for nothing. Yeah. I was like, are you serious? WWE has taken AEW's guy. And they've elevated him mm-hmm. by miles, bro. Mm-hmm. And and they still haven't even put a title on him. Nope. But and they, they still elevated but him. But they will. Yeah, eventually. Eventually. All right, next up was the SummerSlam Battle Royale presented by Slam Jam. Just go ahead and call it the Randy Macho Man Memorial Battle Royale. Because we already know what we're doing here when we're calling it sponsored by Slam Jam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, dressed before the uh, battle royale um, got going, though, Omos made his jaw-dropping return and would help dominate um, a lot of the match and field by tossing some superstars early. Let's be honest. Did, did you read that? Jaw-dropping? Was yes. it Was it jaw-dropping for you, bro? No, it wasn't. I just read it. <laughs> WWE website. Go to that. Jaw-dropping return. Anyways. I think they're fibbing just a little bit, bro. Like, oh my god, it's almost! Ah! Someone flipped up my jaw, it's a little too heavy. Yeah. 
in shock. Anyways, eventually after clearing out almost half the field, everybody decided it might be a good idea to take out almost, and they ended up doing that. Which is like, why didn't you do that to begin with, you dumbasses? Get rid of the dumbass who's got the bigger upper hand advantage. What irritated me was, like, they didn't all, from the get-go, look at each other and go, he's first. Mm-hmm. They, like, as soon as he started coming down the ring, they all started attacking each other. I was like, you guys are all a bunch of idiots. What are you doing? Right. Like, like, what you is take this? take him out. Then your next opponent, who ended up being in the final four, would have been Bronson Reed because he's another huge guy hard yeah. to eliminate. You take out the harder guys to eliminate first. Then you focus on each other. And Bronson Reed is pretty damn good. I yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. I'm not I'm just saying, though. If you're going to if you're gonna do this smartly, right? you go after the guys that are harder to eliminate and take more than just one guy. You know, unless you do the, oh, they're attacking me. I pull down the rope and they go over it. Yeah. That's the only other way besides that. But uh, the final four came down to L.A. Knight, Bronson Reed, Sheamus, and A.J. Styles. Knight would be uh, Knight would eliminate Reed by positioning himself against the apron and dragging him over the top rope to the floor, before Sheamus would toss toss out Styles with a uh, with the help of Karrion Cross, who the phenomenal one had already eliminated. Knight stood triumphant and sent the crowd into a frenzy when he landed an incredible top rope suplex on Sheamus and clotheslined the Celtic Warrior out of the ring. So, yeah, yeah, L.A. Knight. Is your winner. Yeah. I mean, was there any doubt in this, bro? Like, they've been pushing LA Knight for weeks, bro. And yeah. His freaking, his freaking merchandise sales were off the charts, bro. He finally... They, they had to do something, you well, know? Well, he, and he finally dumped Roman. Roman has been on top for like a year and a half. Yeah. And someone finally I'm telling it. you, that's the ne- that's the next guy, dude. That's the guy they want. And well, everybody, even including me, I, at first I was like, I don't care for LA Knight. I don't like him. But then you start watching him. And you start listening to how he talks. And just the things the things he does, dude. He, he gets that crowd like. And that's what we want as, as fans. Let's be honest. Yep. I mean, if you and I went to went to a WWE event when The Rock was around, we would have been in awestruck, right? Yeah. That's what we want. That's what the fans want. They want somebody that that can get them hyped, get them going, and he's just one of them guys. He knows how to talk on the mic. Um, in fact, I've I've watched a lot of his interview with uh, Chris Van Vliet, mm-hmm. and I guess him and him and. Uh, John Moxley were uh, running mates back in the day. They were roommates, and he actually had a a um, contract to the Performance Center, and that's how it came up with the whole yeah thing. Because I guess he used to answer yeah to everything everybody would say to him. The trainer would say something, they'd be like yeah, and then like it became like a joke. Yeah. So every time he walk in the room, he go yeah. <laughs> Or somebody would they would yell out something or something and then you'd be like yeah. yeah. So I mean yeah, I saw the interview it, too. It's cool, dude. It's cool that he's he's taken that and he's he's turned it into something big and to not only find out that he was actually um, one of he was the last one managed by Paul Bear. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, they're they're pushing him. It's cool. Do it one more time. Yeah. No, no, the other one. What? And then I'll finish with the yeah. L A night. L A night. Yeah. L A night. Yeah. That's what's up. All right. So let's get to Chris's match of the night. I mean, Cooper's match of the night. Sorry. <laughs> Chris Cooper, whatever. Whatever your name is. The MMA bout between Shayna Baszler and Ronda okay, Rousey. Okay, this was not my match of the night. <laughs> But, but it was, the reason why I voice out butter, you know the reason. So let's get to it. Read what you want to, and then we'll get to okay. this little argument. So taking on her former best friend in an MMA rules match, Shayna Baszler wanted to prove she was the better comp- competitor against the baddest woman on the planet. Baszler and Rousey brutalized one another with vicious round kicks and knee strikes. Baszler locked in the computer clutch, 
And despite Rousey's best effort, she could not escape the hold, giving the Queen of Spades the technical submission victory. Cooper? You want my thoughts? You already know my thoughts. I honestly think that a lot of people are just butt hurt, to be honest. Because Ronda did not win. And because it wasn't a high-flying, you know, knockdown, drag-out fight like you usually see in a WWE match. It was not meant for WWE rules. So you did not get that. And not only to mention that, let's be honest here, people. Wrestling is fake. Let's be honest here. It's it's predetermined who's going to win. And... You're not supposed to do that with a combat sport like MMA, though. No, duh. But it's still WWE. Mm. It's MMA in a WWE ring. You think it was going to be full real? Yeah, let them really fight. It should have been. Let them really fight. It should have been, but they didn't do it that way. I can tell you it's the worst match of the night when you have a mass exodus to the bathroom during the match. Yeah, I think people just... It was not... I, I think what really stung people is like they didn't even like bring out like a a faux um, MMA ring, you know? They didn't bring out like an octagon yeah. for them to fight in, make it a little bit seem like hey, we're putting on a real MMA, you know, quote unquote yeah, real you, MMA fight. You are right in that that aspect. They didn't really make it feel like a MMA fight feel to it. There was nothing. They really felt MMA about it. Or other throw them in the cage. Other than what they were doing, I mean... Let them do MMA rules and bring down the cage. Yeah. If you don't want to get a, a faux MMA octagon thing, then just bring down the cage and then call it an MMA rules fight. That way there's no escaping, you can't rope break, you know. Because that was the other problem is, whenever one of them put in the other in a submission, they were all trying to get to a rope like they, there was a rope break. It's like... yeah. You don't get that in w- in MMA. You yeah. either break the hold or you tap out or I mean, pass out. They, they were able to actually flip each other out of the ring by grabbing the rope too, which oh, you yeah, are right. If they had the cage, they wouldn't have been able to do all that. No, but you could have used your leverage to slam them into, yeah, the, into exactly, the cage. I mean, just done that. Make, so, it's, make it a little bit but, but like I, a... But I really think that people were more buttered that, that Ronda lost. Yeah. So... It was just so bad. It was a bad match. I'm like, you could have, you could have just made it seven matches and split that time in between the other seven matches and made them better, that much better. You wasted a match. Everybody had an intermission right there. It's not really wasted, but it is what it is, man. It wasn't the best, but they did what they could with what they were given to do. They didn't. The WWE should have should have, uh, you know, tried to pushed this match a little bit better, yeah. hyped it a little bit more, talked about their MMA records, talked about, you know, their, their feud in MMA or their friendship a little bit more throughout the whole thing. They didn't really hype this too much. Oh, no, really? And they should have. Yeah. And then, of course, the next match was the match we all knew all of a sudden out of nowhere that what was going to happen because they made the stupid-ass comment of how close Gunther was at breaking the Honky Tonk Man's Intercontinental Title yeah, Reign they record. shouldn't have made that comment until after, after the match. match. Yeah. It's like, dude, as soon as you said that, everybody knew Drew wasn't going to win that match. You, just, you weren't going to let... Yeah. You're going to let Gunther... You're so close, and you had Gunther be so dominant, you might as well just let him have the record. And I'm sorry. And then he can drop it and go after Roman later. But the match between the matches between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre were better. Hell, the matches between Sheamus and Gunther were better. Like I was really expecting a knockdown drag out fight between these two and it was yeah. it was mediocre. It wasn't Yeah, mediocre. I mean it was alright, but it was okay, it wasn't, but it wasn't great. wasn't great. And you're right about that. And then, and then it's just like bro, it's like don't say the thing about the title record. When it's when it's just starting off, and we're like, we, now we know who's gonna win. You gave it away. You gave it away when you say that. It's like, come on, Cole. Shit. <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself until the end of the match. Go. Well, now he has a good chance of breaking the record after retaining the title. It's just like it's just like this whole thing with yeah, the other champion. 
Your favorite? We're getting ready to talk about. Your favorite? Hmm. Your, uh, your favorite champion? The world heavyweight champion? Not that champion. Seth freaking Rollins as he took on Finn Bala. That was a good match. But it they, was. They kind of screwed it up. <laughs> the whole way that thing ended was just a nightmare. Yeah. And now, and now I love how they're trying to act like the briefcase is a curse. It's so fucking funny. It's just like, <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, did you, oh, oh, did you hear the press conference, though, at the end? Did you hear Triple H press conference at the end? What about it? Oh, my God, when he was talking about, you know, the stables that have strong leadership and stuff. and how Yeah, yeah, there. I heard that part. Did you hear what he the little comment he said? The, the, about Dom? Yes. Oh, my Everyone God. Everyone could be a leader but Dom. <laughs> I was like, damn, Triple H. He's like, yeah, you know, you know, Priest could be the leader. Finn Balor could be the leader. Heck, Rhea could be the leader. Not Dom. <laughs> I was that, like. I honestly think he said that just to get a laugh out of people. Because, you know. <laughs> Not Dom. Try, try and avoid the situation. Because there's people that are bad that. Finn Balor has not actually gotten his true, true, uh, you know, rematch, rematch for the title. He got it. So. He got it right here. SummerSlam. This was but it. But did he, though? I mean, Desmond Day got involved. And well, you know, that's what happens when you decide to run in a pack. You're going to get your pack to join and get involved. And I don't know, but I don't know what to tell about anybody, but it sure shit looked like Priest left that briefcase in there and with the intent of knowing that it was about to be stomped on. Uh, yeah. That, that, the way he, and then, because the way he kept staring at him, like, yeah, what? You fucked up, dick. I knew what was going to happen. Everybody knew what was going to happen. How did you not know? You're getting stomped on that thing. I didn't leave it in there for you to fucking use it. Yeah. That look on his face is like, yeah, I did that to you. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, Crazy I mean, it was a good match overall. The crap, um, how, you know, the kind of crap when they, the shenanigans happen. But I'm kind of curious, how much longer is Finn Balor going to keep doing the coup de gras? Because I know he's getting up there in age, and when your age gets up there, the ankles are going to start going. But, bro, that's his move, man. Yeah, but how many times are you going to be able to do it with until your ankle snaps when you do it one time? Guess that's what it is, man. Mm, I guess. You're just jealous because you can't do it. Fuck you. Anyways, <laughs> that's because I'd still be doing the fucking elbow drop anyways if I was getting up that high. Duh. Wasn't frog splashing. Elbow drop, baby. Take this elbow right there, right there, right on the chest. Ugh. I've been in mantra man status. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to see the whale flop. Well, well, that's what they'd call it. You know, if I went up top rope and just tried to do a dive off of it, they'd call it the whale flop. <laughs> oh, shit. The beluga drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably name it that just because it'd be funny. That would be funny. Just the beluga drop. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. <sighs> I mean, otherwise, otherwise, it was still a really good match. Um, Seth retained. I'm not really surprised. I give him credit, too, for wearing out the vest that he wore when they fought each other the very first time for the Universal Championship. Which yeah, was, is a little yeah, dig. A little dig. Yeah. Of course, the top did not go with his bright-ass pink pants, but hey. Whatever. <laughs> I swear, I swear, I don't know how Becky lets him wear half the shit he wears. I think she gets jealous of half the shitty wear. Sometimes, I bet you. And then you see her come out on Monday Night Raw. She's in black pants and white t- tank and a leather jacket. And you're just like, she is the man. Look at how he dresses. Look how she dresses. She's the man in that relationship. Hey, he already knows. He says it. Yeah, I'm, at least he admits to it. So there you go. All right. And then you had the triple threat match for the Women's Championship. Bianca Belair taking on Asuka, taking on Charlotte Flair. And a match that just seemed like, well, because it was a pay-per-view and Charlotte Flair was involved with the title, it seemed like it would have just been Charlotte's time. She would have been, what, 15-time? 15-time women's champion. Catching one way from catching her father for the record. Even though he still swears up and down. It's 23, I think. But who's counting? (laughs) 
<laughs> WWE counts and says it's 16, but uh, we're going to go with what they say. Yep. But it was still a really good match, a lot of back and forth, and it seemed like Charlotte was really about to take the win. Had Because uh, Bianca got injured, hurt her leg, um, but managed to... Uh, you know, come back, save a, save the match from ending when uh, it looked like Flair was going to win the first time. Then uh, Flair got her into a figure eight, but then Oscar hit the mist. And uh, <clears throat> Bianca then rolled up uh, Oscar while in the, still being in a leg lock with freaking Flair. But yeah. pulled off, instead of tapping, pulled off a roll up on Oscar to pull off victory. Which was cool. Which was cool, but... It didn't last long. Right. Because moments after that, EO Sky, along with Bailey, ran to the ring as fast as their little hearts could, pitter-patter down, hopped in the ring, attacked Bianca Belair, and then EO Sky would cash in, and 98 seconds later was officially the new women's, or WWE women's champion. Crazy, bro. Crazy. I am so surprised that Damage Control actually held it together, especially with her even getting the friggin' the the briefcase. Because right. I thought they were gonna implode, just like Judgment Day. Looking like they. I, th- I thought they were going to, but they 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 actually all celebrated at the end of it. I thought they were gonna attack her at the end of it or something, but yeah. they didn't end up doing that either. So Go full on evolution. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking, bro. Like, Full on evolution. They were going to attack her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, uh, but man, one year later after their debut at SummerSlam that we were at, Damage Control as a champion. That's cool. Man, that's crazy, though. Pretty cool. And EOS Sky, she's quite the talent, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of going to be interested... Interested to see, uh, you know, her versus versus Oscar. I know that, you know, right now I'm pretty sure that Bianca is pretty much out of the picture right now. So it'll probably be her versus Oscar. And then, you know, Charlotte's going to put her little nose in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and of course we all know that at some point either that or she's going to eventually have her sights set on the mammy. But now, sir, it is time for your main event. For my main event or yours? Yours. 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 Yours, because you were satisfied with the ending. No, I was not. <laughs> Neither of us were. No, we weren't. Undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns took on his cousin Jay Uso in tribal combat. And unfortunately, it's not the way you wanted it to see it end. Nope. But it was a hell of a match. Uh, Jay really turned up for this match. I gave him credit. Because, honestly, I almost really kind of thought you were going to get a little bit of a squash match. Or they were just going to have Umaga just... Or not Umaga, but Solo. He looks like Umaga, sorry. <laughs> Solo kind of just fucked the whole thing up. Yeah. I know he did get involved, but I really thought it was going to be from like the get-go. He was just going to like torture him out through him. Get tortured yeah. him. Because it was... A, Tribal combat. There's no I know rules. When it, when it came out, it was like, "Oh, he was hurt on Friday." I was like, "He wasn't that hurt." Like, come on, right? It's like, like it wasn't like Jimmy going through the table. It was a, it was solo. Come on now. Exactly. And then uh, it seemed like we got to the point where Jay was about to pull everything out, take the title, take the tribal chiefdom, chiefdom, and then out of nowhere. A man in black comes rushing out to, from the crowd, pulls out Jay to reveal to be Jimmy, who then would sweet chin music his brother and leave him for the tribal chief to take victory. Yeah, man, this, this is this is bad, dude. These these are twin brothers, man, and that's like the ultimate betrayal right there. But. At some point, we knew this was going to happen. They were going to turn them against each other. And honestly, I think this has benefits Jay even more, even though Jay was the one attacked. Jay is main, main event Uso, main event Jay Uso. So I think this opens up a whole new can of worms for the bloodline. 
And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But also, you know, right now, um, Roman's hurt. So um, it's been reported that he had some type of in injury, maybe to his back, during a spot in the match where where uh, Jay did a suicide dive. Mm -hmm. And he landed on him and landed on his back wrong. So, yeah. Um, but they say that he's supposed to be back by tomorrow night for SmackDown. So I'm not sure that, you know, it really hurt Roman that bad. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Roman only wrestles like once a month now. So, I mean, it, it could just be leading up to the next pay-per-view. All oh, my back shirt, all month, my back shirt, all month. Yeah. That type thing. But, uh, yeah, dude, the ultimate betrayal, um, pretty crazy. I know you and I weren't happy about it, but honestly, did you think Jey Uso was going to win that match? No. No. The only thing I don't like is they're, is they're holding on for the little thin hope, the little tiny, tiny, thin little hope that somehow they can get Rock and Roman at WrestleMania. Because that's the only reason why you keep this bloodline story keep going. It's the only reason. It's like, dude, you've actually kind of slammed this into a wall. It's basically over. Let's get on with this. Now, you <sighs> say that. Well, I, you can tell. Paul Heyman, creative, all of them, they, they have their own way of thinking about it. This opens up new ideas for different storylines. And, I mean... I know some people are tired of the bloodline, but I still kind of enjoy it. But it, they're only really doing it, though, because they're holding out that sliver of hope that it can get, be Roman and Rock at WrestleMania. Well, wouldn't you want that? We could have taken care of it here at SummerSlam. The Rock ain't doing shit right now because there's a writer's strike in Los Angeles. So what's he doing? Working out. That's it. That's all he's doing. He's working out. Working out. Drinking his drinks. Mm -hmm. He can't. He's not doing Maui. He's not doing the next Fast movie because they're not doing anything right now either. I don't know what other stupid project he probably has going on that I don't care about. Wow, you're so nice, bro. Dude, he, he's doing the same shit now. It's getting redundant. It's like, we don't really need a live action Maui. You just did freaking Moana. It wasn't that long ago. We really don't need Maui. I don't know how I'm going to handle Rock with hair. I, I wouldn't mind it. I don't know how I'm going to handle Rock with hair. Because that's his signature thing of Maui. Besides his tats being magical. Is his fucking hair. It's going to be interesting, man. <laughs> Rock doesn't have hair. He did at one point. Well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> it's just going to be... Uh, I just don't know. And he's doing the same things, basically. Can we do something else? You just want to see him back in the ring as well. I kind of do. He's because back. everybody wants it anyways. They want him versus Roman. Let's just get it done. Be your swan song, Rock. Do we, do we know anyways it's probably going to be your swan song? Can we just get it done and over with? It's going to be you and Roman. Let's just do it. Because, God forbid, knock on wood, that Roman doesn't have another issue with leukemia, though. You know? That too. You know, by the time, oh, Rock, I'm ready. Well, guess what? Unfortunately, Roman's out because he's got leukemia again. Yeah. So then what? Now we're waiting another year or so. I like the way they've pushed Roman and they've given him the title as long as they have. But I really don't care for the way they've done it. Um, I think he could have been the next Johnson. Probably. But they turned it. And made, made him, him a, more of a Brock Lesnar? Yeah. Yeah. I really don't even think he needed freaking Paul Heyman. He didn't. That just seemed to be unnecessary. He didn't need the bloodline. He didn't need Paul Heyman. He just needed to tune up on his mic skills, and he's way better at it now. Yeah. So. Except when you have, you know, Sami Zayn breaking your character because he says that you're not, someone's not being oopsie enough. And it's just like, oh my God. Why? Everybody busted up, dude. <laughs> Everybody. Including Solo. So. And Solo looks like he's the hardest one to crack. So. I mean, so the only thing I can think of that makes any logical sense is now Jimmy J will feud to see who gets to take on Roman. 
Because I think maybe Jimmy's like, you know what? Fuck you, I'm going to take on Roman. I think I can take Roman. Yeah. So then they can feud for a little bit. That'll actually get you to Survivor Series, because we know he ain't going to do payback in September. Uh, well, depending on uh, th- well, the Saudi event, it's probably in October again. So I guess Saudi. You can feud till Saudi. Um, and then you can kind of have Solo kind of get pissed off because we, we already saw some cracks in the foundation during that match. Yeah, man. Because Solo was pissed because he thought Roman speared him intentionally. And he almost didn't... He almost took out Roman for a second. He's like... Yeah. He got that Umaga look on his face like, I don't care if I'm supposed to be helping you. You just pissed me the fuck off right now. Yeah. So... And that's that, and that, that's, that's a scary look. I don't that's care. That's the biggest thing about it too is you know the way they're pushing Roman. Roman did not have to be the bad guy. Yeah. I mean it's okay. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's okay because I kind of like people hating on him because it's like I've always liked Roman no matter what. Yeah. Even when even when he was, you know, on his own, couldn't really speak on the mic. That shit with him and Cena. Yeah. I mean. He was really green right there, but it was a learning experience. And when he came back from that, mm-hmm. he he killed it, dude. Absolutely. And he's been killer. running with it. So, I mean, it is what it is, but it's like, it's still, it's so disheartening to see somebody that you know that he takes all this heat, even though you really don't have to, because he could really kick anybody's ass if he wanted to by himself. Yeah. He's done it to Brock Lesnar. By yeah. himself. He did it. A lot. So By himself. When he technically also won a match, even though they said he lost. Yeah. We're like, wait a minute. How does he touch the ground first when they go through the cage, but yet Brock Lesnar won? It's like, that made no sense. Brock Lesnar never touched the floor. The point yeah. of the match was to touch the floor first. Who touched the floor first? Roman. Oh, oh you didn't see the sign. <laughs> you didn't see the sign from Monday night either. When Cody came out. There was a sign that said Brock won because everybody's pissed off that Cody used the steel steps on him. And they thought that should have been disqualified. Dumb. <laughs> Dumb, dude. And everybody's, everybody else who knows wrestling is explaining the ring steps are part of the ring. You can use the ring as a weapon in a normal match. Therefore, the ring steps do not count as a weapon since they're part of the table ring. Table, too. And nobody's mentioning that. Didn't Brock put him to the table? Yeah, announced table. You didn't nobody, call it. Nobody said nothing about that. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. It's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. People will I pick, just thought it was funny. People sign. will pick a little bit of whatever they can if they don't care for something. I, I, don't know. I won't say it. I'm not going to get us in trouble for what I was about to say. Yeah, mentality. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, anyway, so... uh um, otherwise, yeah. it was still a pretty good pay-per-view. It was, man. I mean, yeah. there, there were some good moments. And a little bit of lulls and, you know, the mass exodus for the bathroom in one match that you said wasn't I the I still want to see Rhea Ripley wrestle, dude. Like, where's Rhea? I know. I mean, she's there, but she's... She's too busy, you know, getting engaged and stuff, so... It's like, come on, Rhea... I think I think someone's getting really Come on, mommy. Someone's getting really upset about the Rhea Dom thing. So he's like, you know what? I'm gonna put a ring on it. Well, you know. Well, you know, if you weren't such a run-of-the-mill kind of lousy wrestler, you'd still be in WWE, and you wouldn't have this problem. Says you, whatever. It is what it is. With it. I think Buddy Murphy just. He came up in a class where there was too much talent around him. He's really good. He's just, he's not on the level of other people, you know. So it is what it is. Yeah. All right, sir. So I think that'll wrap it up for us. It was fun, man. It was. It's been a long time. And I'm very, very very sorry, guys. We're going to do our best to make a better effort at putting out these podcasts. Yes, sir. And uh, maybe make a better effort to try and interact with you guys more and do things. It's just been a really rough summer. Rough summer. Yep, so we decided to just dip our toe in the pool, and hopefully next week we'll just dive right on in. Heck yeah. 
Because we got, we got some interesting stuff to talk about sports-wise. Oh, yes. We got football season, baby. Football season's coming up. The apocalypse in the college football world has begun. It's fantastic. I'm enjoying it 100%. Yes. We just basically had the death of a conference right in front of our very eyes. It was fantastic. Even though it was my former conference. It was. You were there. It's okay. You're <clears throat> happy with it. Yeah, fine. I don't care. My school got got the good stuff. <laughs> At least we're not going to the SEC. And, and you know what's cool about about it is when Big Man says it's his school, he actually went to school there. So he can claim that. Yes, I can. There you go. I can claim my quackers. There you go. That's right. And then I even went to campus when I was in Oregon. Yep. Went to campus and went, oh, I miss this place. I want to come back. <laughs> but anyways. Um, so, yeah, we've got football. Some interesting stuff. Um you know, baseball season's getting to the final stretch. I'm getting ready to move to the playoffs and oh, yeah. get to talk about the downfall of the Angels. <laughs> <laughs> Them fallen angels. <laughs> they tried so hard and got so far. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Oh, and what about those fabulous choke artists known as the New York Metropolitans? Fire sale at the trade deadline. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, and my other favorite. My other favorite. <laughs> Those lovely San Diego Padres. <laughs> Who's your daddy, Padres? That would be the team in L.A. Eesh. Oh, yeah. Could have swore uh, Manny Machado last shot to the Dodgers was, well, I chose the Padres because we'll win a World Series before the Dodgers. What happened? I don't think the Dodgers won a World Series. Huh. Weird. Weird. And then you're supposed to be the better team. Great lineup. Good pitching staff, too. But yet, you're like 10 games or 11 games behind us? We'll talk about that more next yeah, week, Yeah, man. I'm, I'm really happy to get back to this. It's going to be fun. Yes, it's sir. Fun on bun, dude. Absolutely. Oh, man. Football's going to be the most fun. Oh, yes. Because we got a lot to talk about. We might not even be able to get it all in one show. We might have two weeks to do that one. Probably. Because it's a lot. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait. But anyway, so that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking sports. sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. That's Sports Talk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, big man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.